Welcome to the very first episode of the Lucky Par Podcast, formerly known as the Under Par Podcast. We are back. Your host, Jason and Josh Schlau. We are glad to be back for the 2022 season with your picks at Silverado Springs Spa North Course. Josh, why don't you go into D a little bit, just a little bit of the rebrand on why we did it. Okay, so, well, we, like uh, Jason said earlier, um, we were known as the Underpar Podcast, and we did go through a little bit of rebranding. Um, there was a lot going on when we were the Underpar Podcast. I was still going to school and getting my degree in accounting, which is useless because I don't even use it because here I am making podcasts again. Um, but so we decided to rebrand because we are actually launching a, um, we are launching a apparel company for golf polos. So, um, we're still in the process of building the website and, uh, getting our suppliers and our samples for our polos. But I'll tell you what, they're going to be the best polos in golf hands down. So that's, a little bit about why we rebranded, but here you we have are. a little bit of back under uh, Lucky Par, and uh, we're gonna get it going every single week. Um, yeah, and what'll be good too? Uh, tell us a little bit about the clothing. It's a little bit lighter, most pretty light. Yeah, so I'm going. So my whole goal with Lucky Par is um, to go with high quality, very high quality material. Something. When you're on the golf course and you're sweating, because I'm, I'm from Florida and there's so many times I'm out on the golf course and I sweat and my shirt just sticks to me and, and it doesn't have very good airflow. So it's, it's just not comfortable to wear. I mean, it actually, when I'm, it prohibits my swing. So, um, you know, when I'm making a golf swing, it actually restricts a lot of the things I'm trying to do. So I, my whole goal is to make something ultra thin, something very breathable. And the cool thing about it is all my shirts are going to be SPF uh, 50. So they're going to be some sun protection. Now I still recommend wearing sunscreen, but um, yeah, it's, they're, they're going to be pretty cool and well-designed shirts. I actually uh, wore a sample. My brother was in town. He lives in Arkansas. He was in town with me down here in Florida and we were playing a golf course and it was hotter than hell. And um, I remember, you know, I was sweating. Don't get me wrong. And I was using the take uh, off. I was using yeah. the Neutrogena sunblock, so <laughs> yeah. I don't recommend that. Oh yeah, the first he time I heard it was the, recalled. He, he was using the Neutrogena sunblock. He pulls oh, it out and starts <laughs> spraying it all over his arm. I'm like, bro, you know they recalled that, right? So he uh, he immediately threw it in the woods or something. Not in the woods, in the garbage can. Because um, here on Lucky Par, we're green. So literally, but, um, no, so the shirt, again, I was sweating and then when we would take off, um, you know, in the cart, it just, it felt cool. Like the airflow got through the shirt. It was just, it was very cool. It's very, 
it's a four-way stretch material, so um, when you're swinging a golf club, you're not the shirt's not sticking to you. It's just a lot more comfortable to play golf in. And again, we're working out all the nicks and crannies, and we're coming up with some pretty badass designs before we launch. Um, I'm assuming we're going to be launching right in the, probably about a month and a half, two months. I don't want to rush it. I want to make sure everything's right before the launch. So that's uh, more about the brand and why we rebranded from Under Par Podcast. Not only that, if you check out the website, when it does become available, luckypar.com, you can also enter in your email uh, for updates on the launch. Josh is going to have his own little blog on there, too, uh, with stat updates, uh, which will be good for, for listeners. That way, Yeah, you can... so so what's really cool is when you're on the go, obviously you want to listen to our podcast, but um, I'm going to update when, when the actual website's launched. I am going to have basically my notes on everything. Um, Every, all the research that I've done about the courses, course conditions, players, who to avoid, who to take, price range, that's all going to be written out in a blog version on LuckyPar.com. That's the only place you're going to be able to find that, um, along with our episodes, too. I'm going to I'm gonna post them both. So um, I know sometimes you are in a rush and you want a quick breakdown of who you like. That is kind of, you know, go to the website and that's where you're going to find that. But, um, and I know a lot of you guys are entertained by the whole aspect of podcasts. That's why you guys listen to podcasts. So we're still here for everybody that wants to listen. So, yeah. Um, also, uh, I'm sure Josh will have a question and answer little page on there too. So anybody that wants to reach out, um, some Q and A. Uh, also, you can email us. Uh, you got an email address for us, Josh? Yeah. Um, so anything related to the podcast, it's actually podcast at luckypar.com. Uh, very simple, just podcast at luckypar.com. So um, if you have any questions in regards to the shirts or the actual company itself, that you can reach us at support at luckypar.com. We try to separate the two. We're trying to keep the podcast with the podcast. And the whole T-shirt and apparel side with the uh, support at luckypar.com email. So the good the good news is is I'll have all the um, our social media. You know, you got Facebook. Uh, our biggest ones are going to be Instagram, uh, and then of course the TikTok. Uh, we're going to bring oh, you, yeah. we're going to bring yeah. you some TikTok. Um, I'll have all this in the show notes um, on the uh, posted. Um, episode will all be in the show notes. So, what do we got looking forward to this week, Josh, uh, with this tournament? Uh, where are we at? Silverado Resort and Spa. We're playing the North Course. Is this uh, yes, 2022 uh, season? It is. It's the kickoff of the 2021-2022 season. Um, and before we get into that, Jay, let's tell uh, some maybe new listeners that are out there a little bit about ourselves. Um, you know, where where we grew up. Uh how how we got into the game of golf, why we're doing, you know, why we're here, and and uh, we'll get off going with that, and then we'll jump in. Just Perfect. a little quick introduction. We don't we kind of want to jump into this as quick as we can, but you guys still need to know a little bit about yeah, who a little we intro. are. So my name is Josh Lau. Um, again, that's my brother Jason. Um, we are brothers. We grew up here in sunny Florida, just uh, right around the Clearwater, Tampa area. And we grew up playing golf. That's all we. That's all we've done um, growing up. We grew up playing since six years old. We played tournaments. We played high school. Uh, we didn't play any college. I didn't. 
time I went to college, obviously I just said I just graduated. So I took a, uh, like five year hiatus off of school before I decided, you know, I, I need to go back. Um, so like I said, we played a lot of tournament golf. Uh, my brother, Justin too, he'll be popping in every once in a while. He, uh, he also played golf with us. He went to the USAM in 2006 at Hazeltine. And that was pretty cool. That was before, you know, Ricky, that was when Ricky Fowler was an amateur. Uh, uh, Horschel was an amateur. Dustin Johnson was actually there as an amateur. So it was kind of cool, um, being in the ropes over there because I caddied for him up in Minnesota. But, um, yeah, that's a little bit about us. And, and, uh, we're doing the podcast, obviously, because we love golf. And we played a lot I, of Florida junior golf. And, uh, one of the big, um, I mean, he's, he's a, he's a well known name. We played, uh, junior golf with is Ted Potter Jr. Um, so we got to play a little golf with him, uh, in some of those FGGA, what is F, F, <laughs> the Florida Golf Association, the Junior Golf Association, anyway. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we played a lot of that. We played uh, high school golf in Florida. Um, so we've got a huge background in golf. We just love golf. Uh, that's why we decided to do this. And nothing beats uh, coming on here and uh, doing some fantasy golf. That's right. And I'm still me and Justin. He, Jason, uh, the one here on the podcast with me, he lives in Arkansas. But my, my uh, middle brother, Justin, he's the one that went to the USAM. Me and him will play in two-man events down here in Florida, the FSGA events. So, um, yeah, we actually came off a win last year. We played in the, they call it a two-man shootout, which is best ball, 18 holes of best ball, 18 holes of modified alternate shot. So you both hit the tee shot, and then you you take the best drive from there. So kind of a scramble off the tee. So you take the best drive, and then you whoever's ball you pick, from that drive, you alternate shots. So at that point on, it's alternate shot. And then the final round, uh, and then there was a scramble, too. So we ended up winning that. That was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. So we are actually, like Jay said, we're over in Napa Valley, California, wine country. We are in the – It's it used to be the Safeway Open. Now it is the uh, Fort Annette Open. Um, I'm not going to lie, I didn't know how to pronounce that. So I, I, I was to, thinking like I Fortnite. Kind of do, <laughs> I do some research on that. So yeah, it's the Fort, Fortinet Open. I guess they're a technology-based company that just took over. So let's go into last year's results. Um, we had uh, Stuart Sink actually ended up winning this. And this uh, tournament was his first win in 11 years at Silverado, which I found pretty impressive. And the interesting thing about his win here at Silverado was that he only hit 53% of the fairways. So we are going to find out that this golf course isn't, it's, the rough is very friendly. So it's not very, very important. I don't put a lot of stress on players hitting fairways off the tee. So when I'm looking for players, it's not the guys. I don't, I don't care if they're in the rough. I just... I'm looking for approach. I want someone that can get it on the green and make the putt. Because at the end of the day, every year, this place is a birdie fest. So you need somebody that can get the ball on the green and in the hole. So that's that's the biggest thing. So don't don't stress about these guys hitting. You want 70% of the fairways hit, 65% of the fairways hit. Because it doesn't really matter here. 
But anyway, so Stuart Sink, um, he had he had a two shot victory. He shot twenty one uh twenty one under par. So I think Harry Higgs was the runner up in that event. Yes, it was Harry Higgs. So um, yeah, we're getting ready to kick off the the uh, 2021-2022 season. And um, so let me give you a little bit about the course breakdown. So the golf course, again, is Silverado Resort and Spa. It's the north course. It's a par 72. Um, it's playing right at right over 7,100 yards. But if you know anything really about California, the ball travels a little further than here in Florida, what we're used to. So 7,100 yards for the, these guys, especially with rough being pretty easy and and friendly it's it's not it's not a long course that means anybody can win here i mean you got i'm not worried about how far they hit the ball either because anybody can win here um again so the weather as of right now there's no no rain and the wind projections are very minimal so it's ideal scoring conditions for these guys and um, the rough <coughs> again is pretty friendly the greens are very large. They're Poana greens, so uh, players will find them very easy to to hold. Players are going to find these greens easy to hold when they come out of the rough. So the only defense that this course has at all is the un- undulation, the green undulation. That's it. And some 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 of the holes are very well protected by bunkers. So um, again, I think these guys are going to come out here and tear it up. So the field. Being that it's the first event of the year, um, there's quite a bit of rookies here, so it's it, it was a little harder to pick. I mean, we do got some good names in here, um, but there's there's quite a few rookies. We got some guys from the Corn Ferry Tour um, coming up to the big boy stage now, so that's pretty cool. And I actually got a pick, uh, a little sleeper pick in there of one of those guys that we'll be talking about. Um, the winning score here, as I mentioned, the winning score of this event is going to be pretty low. I think it's going to be about 18 under or better due to the weather and how easy the course has played in the past. Thank so, you. again, the, and then the optimal lineup for this course is going to be the players that can make a lot of putts and and the players that can get the ball on the green. So, so let's keep in mind uh, the, ba- the past five winning scores here, uh, 21 under, 17 under, 14 under. 15 under and 18 under, uh, so the cut line's been at 4 under, 1 under, 2 under, even par and 2 under. So uh, it, it is uh, usually our past winners, so it is a high-scoring uh, course for sure. Um, and the, the course, what, plays 220 yards shorter than the typical par 72 as well, uh, is what I've, uh, what I've seen. So this is kind of how we're going to – go ahead. No, I, I I would agree with that 100. percent But um, yeah, like I said, it's I mean 7,100 yards for these guys on tour playing in California. It's nothing, especially because you know just as well as I do, these guys. I'm not taking it away from any of them. They're great players, but they when they're playing 7,100 yards, the ball rolls. The ball rolls 50 yards when it hits the fairway. So we don't get that in Florida. We play a course where it rains all the time. You hit the ball. However far you hit it in the air, you can probably look about two feet past that. Sometimes it's in the So you're going to have a lot of six, seven, you know, seven, six, five, iron, five irons in because it just hits yeah. and plugs. Um, yep, that's it. Especially during the summertime with all that rain. 
so all right. So uh, let's give uh, the audience a little bit of a breakdown on how we're going to do our um, our picks as far as price range. Uh, I think yes. we've got a little price range thing. Absolutely. Going. So so this is how it this is how we uh, run the show every single week. We'll try to stay as consistent as we can. Um, I give you you know past winners. I give you the course breakdown, and then we jump into the picks. But the picks, I'm giving you. A range, so I'm not. I'm giving you people that I suggest in certain ranges. So I'm not building you an optimal lineup. I'm just suggesting these are the guys I like in this price range, and these are the guys I would avoid in this price range. So we'll go through that. We're gonna start off at like the 10k and above. So anybody 10,000 or above, we'll give you a couple guys we like, and then who we don't like in that price range. And then we'll jump down to the 9K. We'll do the same exact thing. 8K, do the same exact thing. 7K, do the same thing. And then so on. And then we end at the 6K. So uh, for for those listeners out there, uh, what you need to do listening to our podcast for sure is play several different lineups um, in your week. Because uh, we're going to pick out several of our favorite in the same price range, like Josh said. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we try to, because I mean, like I... When I'm putting these, when I'm putting my teams in, I'm I'm making multiple lineups, just seeing who I think would pair well with who. But um, and a lot of what we give you guys is, I mean, we we're big stats. We're all, I mean, um, I went to school for accounting, so I like numbers. I like statistic. I like statistics. I like all statistical stuff. So that's bait, and that's what we're giving you. I mean, we're giving you. And golf is very, I mean, it's very consistent. So that's what I like to do. I like to look at how, you know, players played in the last 12 rounds, how they played in the last 24 rounds, how they play on certain greens, um, where they compare to ball striking, to approach shots. So we'll go over all that. But let's let's uh, jump into it. Jay, you want to start us off in the 10K range? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to pick a few... Um, of course, the the very favorable player here is going to be uh, John Rahm. Um, he is going to be highly priced here at twelve one hundred. Um, you know, he's going to be a huge favorable pick. Top ten finishes in the last six rounds, winning the U.S. Open, third back to back at the Open um, in the Northern Trust, second at the Tour Championship. Last fifty rounds, fifty uh, five. Uh, fifth in a approach, 32nd in putting, and one in shots gained, one in ball striking, and then, of course, he's going to be number one when it comes to draft, draft king points. So he's going to be your favorable pick. Uh, of course, the guy that I was leading it off with in the right at 10,000 is, is Kevin, Kevin Na. I've really been liking Kevin Na and his um, placements here last several tournaments. Uh, last 50 rounds, he's been 28th in approach, second in putting, and third in the uh, total shots gained. Um, he's very, he's been, like Josh said, I mean, we're not really focused on tee shots. I mean, he's he's 118th off the tee, so uh, not very great when it comes to his tee shots. But like Josh said earlier, uh, we're focused on mainly approach and putting here. Uh, Na in the last six tournaments, uh, two second place finishes, John Deere, the Wyndham, third place finish at the Tour Championship, uh, eighth at the Northern Trust, and 23rd at uh, St. Jude 
17 at the BMW. Uh, so Kevin Na, I'm going to put in one of my lineups this week. He's going to be uh, the guy right there at 10,000. What you got, Josh? All right, yeah, I uh, I like that. So I got a couple here. Um, let's run, Jay, with your avoid before we launch over to me. Do you have an avoid at that range? I don't. At that 10K range? Go ahead. Okay. All right, so at the 10K and above, again, um, I like John Rahm. Um, he's obviously the best player at this event. Uh, over the last 12 rounds, I mean, he over the last 12 rounds, he ranks first in total strokes gained, fourth in putting, and fourth in DraftKings points. Um, on top of that, you know, he placed top 10, including one win in his last six events. So, I mean, the guy... The guy's a player. So his calcu- his ownership, though, you can uh, project it to be a little high. We're right around 21% is what we're projecting his ownership to be on DraftKings this week. Um, and then my second pick is exactly who Jay said, uh, Kevin Na at 10,000. So, I mean, he's no John Rom, but, I mean, this guy definitely does check all the boxes, and he's well-priced for the, you know, for this event. Um, and the only other thing I would add to Kevin Na is, yeah, I mean, he had four top 10 finishes in his last six events. I mean, that's nothing to sneeze at. That's, that's solid. So his calculated ownership is going to be 14%. And then my avoid here, um, my avoid is our recent Masters champion, Hideki Matsuyama. He's actually 11,000 here. Um, his form over the last 12 rounds and his stats in the, and his stats have been terrible. Uh, he ranks 106 in total stroke gains, 121st in approach shots. As we mentioned here, approach and putting are the two most important stats I'm looking at. So he's 121st in approach, and he's 116th in putting. Why take him? It's going to be a birdie fest. Why take this guy? He, he's, he, he's clearly he's struggling right now. So although he did finish second in the WGC event um, in early August, it it just hasn't he just hasn't shown enough consistency for me to justify 11,000 on him so that's my avoid so stay away from him um and then we're going to jump into the 9k range what do you got there jay i'm going off uh with uh, cameron tringali uh 9700 last 50 rounds uh second in total strokes gained seventh in approach second in putting on uh bent and poana um <clears throat> so I'm I'm going with that gentleman here at 9700. Don't have an avoid. Okay. Um. So mine is I'm actually going to save you guys a little bit of money. I like uh I like Varner the third at 9100. Um. I think the whole 9K range. I think Varner is uh going to be one of your better picks for sure. I was jumping. Uh, in between Varner and um, uh, Munoz, but recent form of Varner looks better with three top ten or three top fifteen finishes in his last five events. So he ranks out at uh, eighteen for total shots gained. He ranks fifth in approach shots, which I like. Again, he's uh, like Kevin Na. He doesn't really hit hit a lot of the fairways, but here it doesn't matter. The rough's very friendly, so. His calculated ownership is going to be roughly about 15%. And my avoid here is Mark Leishman at $9,500. He doesn't, I mean, he's not checking any boxes when it comes to this week. Uh, ranked 104th in total shots gained, 
and 120th in DraftKings points over his last 12 rounds. His last notable finish was back in June at the Travelers when he finished third. But since then, since June, this guy hasn't cracked the top top 30 in any event, and he's also missed the cut. So that's my avoid uh, in that 9K range. What do we got in the 8K range, Jay? Um, I will have to admit, not, not too big in the 8,000 range for me, um, but uh, if I were to have to have a pick, it would be Revy, uh at 8,500. 8, uh, last 50 rounds, 5 in total shots gained, 6 in ball striking. He's 2nd in approach, uh, 72nd in putting uh, on Bent and Polona. Uh, his favorite is Bermuda. So, uh, he's not very favorable, uh, on the greens this week here. Uh, that's kind of why, like I said, I wasn't really big in the eight range, but if I were to pick, uh, he would be my guy. Uh, second top 20 finishes are going to be 18 John Deere, um, which is bent green. So that's, that's a positive thing. So he was, uh, he was, he finished there and then 11th for the 3M Open, which is also bent greens. So he has some placements, a couple of placements on bent greens, uh, which is, is pretty good here. Uh, no, I don't have really any avoids either. Um, so go ahead. Okay. So in my AK range, this is, uh, my first Corn Ferry Tour player making his way up to the PGA Tour. Uh, Mito. His last name is very sketchy to say. I had to listen to it four times, and I still didn't understand what he was saying. But we're just going to call him Mito Pereira. It's close enough. So anyways, he's 8,000. Um, he came from. He's one of the Corn Ferry players that uh, made the list. He had three wins in the Corn Ferry Tour on the 2020-21 season, and, he re- uh, and that's how he received his exemption into the PGA Tour. Um, his stats look killer as a rookie, though. So he did have a missed cut at the Wyndham, but before that, he placed sixth at the 3M Open and fifth at uh, Barbasol. So I'm willing to throw him in my lineup. Um, he has proven that he can play with the big boys in those two events that I mentioned, and he's won three times on the Corn Ferry Tour. And again, like this field isn't the strongest field, so I'm throwing him in there. Um, I like him. I think he's a good player, and his calculated ownership is going to be right around 11%. My avoid here is going to be Taylor Gooch at 8,000. Um, the three events he has played in August, uh, he missed the cut at the Wyndham and failed to break the top 30 in the other two events. So I'm, I'm not a big fan on Taylor Gooch here. So um, I'm going to keep him out. So what do you got in the 7K range, Jay? Uh, I've got a few actually. Uh, I got uh, three three guys in the seventy uh, seven thousand range. Uh, I'm gonna lead it off with the top uh, Stewart uh, Brian Stewart seventy six hundred um, last fifty rounds eleventh uh, in total shots gained twenty second in approach sixteen around the green twelve in putting um, and that is on bent and Poana. Uh, 36 total in DraftKings. Uh, second, um, basically two recent top 10 finishes. He's eight at John Deere, which is Bent Greens, and then he was the sixth at the uh, 3M Open, which is also Bent Greens. Uh, let's go with my second pick here, uh, Griffin at 7,300. 
Last 50 rounds, 15 in total shots gained, 26th in ball striking, 9th in a approach, and he's 13th in putting. Uh, so that would be uh, another pick for me in the 7,000, and I'm going to do the last but not least. I got three picks here, uh, and I apologize if I pronounce this wrong. Uh, Hank Libiota at 7,100. Uh, and I saw him recently wearing an FSU hat, so I'm a fan already. <laughs> uh, last 50 funny. rounds, he's been 20th in total shots gained, 15th in approach, 37th in putting. Uh, he's 17th in draft king points. Uh, three recent top 10 finishes. Uh, we've got 5th at the Travelers, which was Poana Greens. 4th at the Rocket Mortgage, which was Bent Greens. And then eighth at the John Deere, which is also Ben Green's. So it's going to be my seven thousand pick range. John Deere. John All Deere. I think of it, yeah, with that tournament is Boo Weekly, just with a monster dip in. John Deere. Um, all right. So the seven K range. There's a lot of sneaky picks, and there's a lot of talent in this price range. Um, so. I did a lot, a lot, a lot of back and forth, back and forth, who I liked, but ultimately I came down with, um, I had Pat Perez at 7,900, just breaks that AK mark. Um, personally, I think Pat has been one of the most consistent golfers in this range. Uh, what really stands out with him is his putting. He's fifth in the field in his past 12 rounds and 23rd in approach shots. Um, so... Uh, again, like I said, I can't stress it enough. Let's, it's, this is what matters at Silverado. Those are the two stats I care about this week, and that's why I'm rolling with Pat Perez. And um, and let's not forget in 2020, so last year, he also finished ninth at this event. So big fan, big fan. Um, I thought he should have been in the AK range. There's way worse eight people in the AK range than you can get for, for Pat Perez at 7,900. I think that's great value there. Uh, owner percentage probably right around 18%. My second pick here is the runner-up Harry Higgs. Uh, he's at 7,600. Um, this course, it just it's got a, it fits his eye. So at the last 12 rounds, he's been okay. I mean, he's had two top 20 finishes. Um, he ranks out top 10 in putting and 18th in shots gained. So. I like him. I'm going to throw him in there. Um, I think the biggest reason I picked him is because his runner-up finish last week. I I know if you go a little further back in some of the tournaments that he's played, he struggled. But recent form, he looks okay. Um, so he's a, he's a risky play. Uh, and I think he's going to be low-owned. I think he's going to be right around the 5% owned uh, area. So... Let's do it with him. Again, note with caution, Harry Higgs, yes, he did finish second last year, but he's going to be risky this, this week. Um, so he could be, he could, he could, he can make your screen green for sure. That's for sure. So my avoid here is Brendan Steele at 7,400. Brendan Steele is a bigger name in this class, but don't let his name alone, um, suck you into picking this guy. He, he's been struggling for a while now. Uh, missing the cut in three out of his last five tournaments. So nothing about his play lately is is appealing to me. So I suggest uh, you stay away from him until he can prove otherwise. And last but not least, let's run into the 6,000 range. 
I've got a couple of picks here. Um, right at 6,800, uh, Cameron, Cameron P, uh, Piercy. Mm-hmm. Uh, 6,800, last 50 rounds, 8 tee to green, 7th in ball striking, 1 in approach. A uh, little bit risky here, um, so be wary. He's 113 in putting, uh, so that was my um, my cringe here. Uh, but finished 11th in the John Deere, which was uh, on bent. So uh, right at uh, 6,800, I'm also going with Bo Hogue. Uh, 6,800, 50, uh, last 50 rounds, uh, 12th in total shots gained. 25th tee to green, 27th in ball striking, uh, 29th in approach, 28th in putting, and 14th in the DraftKings points. He finished 11th uh, at the Bar Barbessel. Did I pronounce that right? Barbessel. There Barbasol. you go, thank you. Barbessel, uh, which is bent greens, and then 16th at the 3M Open, which is also bent greens. Uh, so his couple last top finishes, of course, were on bent greens. So hopefully he'll uh, he'll gain here for us. What you got, Josh? And um, you stole uh, Cameron Piercy right out of me because <laughs> uh, that's that's exactly who I have at 6,800. I like him in this price range. Heck, he's a lot better. Like I said. Um, about Pat Perez, about being better than a lot of the 8K guys. Uh, Cameron's better than a lot of the 7K guys. So, again, he his last six, he's made his last six cuts in, in the row. His last miscut was back in May at the Charles Schwab. Uh, Jay did give you some stats. He does struggle with a putter, but in his last 12 rounds, he is second in approach in this field. So that's promising. So we just got to hope his putter gets hot this week. Um, and for 6000 for the 6K range, I mean, that's – I like him. He's a pretty good pick. And I'm calculating his ownership going to be right around 9% owned. And here's the thing with my avoid. My avoid for the 6K range, well, I got a lot of players to avoid. It's the 6K range, so I don't have an avoid. <laughs> so – just a lot, put it that way. That's why there's six thousand. Good, um, good deal. But yeah, that's it. So, so now you guys got the rundown of how we, you know, how we do it. Again, this is our first episode, and gosh, probably about a year. But we're gonna stay consistent. We're gonna do it every week now. Um, so we we're probably fumbling a little bit in the beginning of the podcast, but. We'll get it going. We'll get in our groove, and we'll make everything smooth. And we we truly appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to us. And um, make sure you support the podcast. Go out and give it five stars. Help us get some more uh, listeners. That would be awesome. And if you want to hop on our socials, again, our socials are brand new. So uh, you're probably going to go out there and see, oh, sweet, this guy's got two followers on his social media. Well, guess what? You'll be the third. Let's do it. So... <laughs> That's it. That's so. Uh, um, I'll that's, I'll have all the links. Um, we're gonna structure this. So. I'll have what do you all, got to say, Jay? I'll have all the links in the show notes, of course. Uh, so you'll be able to reach out to us there. Uh, check out the luckypar.com website. Go ahead and stick your email in there. Get updates on when it's gonna launch because we're Josh's gonna have a blog posted there for you. Um, check out Instagram, uh, TikTok, of course. Uh, we will have a Facebook page as well. Uh, some Q and A's. If you guys have any questions, any answers, 
or any questions, we'll have answers, uh, and we'll bring it, we'll bring it up uh, on the yeah, next if, episode. If you have a question, go ahead and leave it in there and leave your answer right below that. There you go. So Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, like I said, we, we uh, we're gonna we're gonna stick to our guns and get you get you one every week, um, and uh, we appreciate you for listening as always. Uh, anything else, Josh? Before our goodbyes. That's- That's it. Uh, Have a good week and let your uh, screens be green. Let's go. See ya.